Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Janice Tanel, for today, Sunday, July 2nd. Thank you guys for tuning in. We're glad to have you on the line with us tonight. Um, just wanted to let everyone know if you have uh, comments or questions, please uh, send them to us via email at beautygirlsmedia at gmail.com. Again, that's beautygirlsmedia at gmail.com if you're on the line. With us now, and it would and have a question. Um, just make sure you hit the option to speak with the host. All right, and Denise will be out there on Twitter. So um, that we are beauty underscore talk on Twitter. So please follow us using the hashtag beauty talk. And I'm going to turn it over to Miss Denise right now. Let's see. There she goes. Good evening. Good evening, and welcome to uh, the show. Thank you guys for joining us um, this evening, and we want to give a big uh, shout-out to our listeners around the world, um, especially those joining us this past week from the U.K., India, um, Trinidad, Tobago, um, you name it, quite a few places uh, this past week, and, of course, from here in the U.S. where we have our largest um, listening group uh, coming from the U.S. So thank you guys for joining us. Um, just very quickly, uh, Joel Lee, which is an advanced aesthetics training, um, is offering a hands-on training classes that are open to all licensed estheticians, skincare professionals, and medical professionals um, in the aesthetics industry. This class coming up is taking place in Raleigh, North Carolina, and registration is now open. This uh, hands-on training class will be live and in person. The cost for the class is $497. It's the perfect facial hands-on class. This class is designed for you to learn everything you need to know to give a perfect client consultation, skin analysis, and facial treatment. Again, taking place Sunday, July 9th in Raleigh, North Carolina. To register now for this class, you can go to joellee.com. That's J-O-E-L-L-E-L-E-E. Joel, J-O-E-L-L-E, Lee. L-E-E dot com. I know it's a lot of E's and a lot of L's, so I just want to make sure um, <laughs> you got that um, got that uh, spelling correctly, com. All right. And just a couple um, CBA, Professional Beauty Association, um, dates and announcements. Um, the Beauty Business Career Accelerator is going to be this year in Chicago, and that's August 21st. 
of this year. Again, that's August 21st for the Beauty Business Career Accelerator. And then their Executive Summit is in Phoenix, Arizona, November 13th through the 14th. Again, that's the Executive Summit, November 13th through the 14th. And then one more last reminder for those of you who are interested in participating in NAHA 2024, um, you can submit your entries from July 6th through September 21st. So it's coming up actually July 6th through September 21st. You can submit your entries to be a part of the most prestigious professional beauty competition in North America. Again, NAHA 2024 are looking for entries and you may start submitting as early as July 6th. All right, and so we have another announcement to make, um, but we're gonna let our guests come on and make this announcement and share a little information um, with us about it as well. So today we have on the line, Emmy-nominated makeup artist and makeup department head in film and television, Ms. Carol Rashid. Hey, Carol. Hey, Hi, Denise. Hey, Denise. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm so grateful to you both. Of course. Of course. You know, when I saw that you were doing a class, I was like, you know what? It may be good for just Carol to come on and talk about it a little bit, you know, give some explanations as to what you're going to be teaching and what you're going to be doing. Um, But before we get into all of that, first, I just want you to, I know you've been on the show before, but I just want you to just reintroduce yourself to some and, and introducing yourself to some that may not even know you. So just let everyone know, you know, what you're doing. Oh, okay. Terrific. Thank you so much. Well, my name is Carol Rashid. I am, uh, like they said, I'm an Emmy-nominated veteran makeup department head for the TV and film industry. I uh, have been working in the industry for about three decades. And, um, yeah, I'm a mom. I'm a grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> I am a TV and film, you know, uh, I have a, uh, an academy, you know, called the TV and Film Makeup Academy, which, you know, basically hopefully we'll get into talking a little bit more about that as we yes. move on, you know. But my dedication is to excellence. So, yeah, I, I want everybody to succeed. So uh, this is one of the reasons why I started the TV and Film Makeup Academy is just to really to give back you know, to a community that has really lifted me up for so many years. And, um, yeah, some seize the opportunity to try and give back. Nice. nice. Well, let's let's just start right there. Tell us a little bit about your Film and Television Academy. Well, I actually started the Film and TV Makeup Academy back in 2016 um, here in Atlanta. I have a small studio in Midtown Atlanta. Uh, and I started out just teaching classes, you know, about the industry, you know, and really just wanting to let people know, you know, how to navigate the industry for success, right? So I know that a lot of people get opportunities to come into the industry, you know, but sometimes you don't get an opportunity to really to learn how to walk in the industry and, you know, and conduct in a way that is going to create success for you. So I saw the opportunity to be able to give back not only from, you know, hiring people, you know, to come work with me and getting an opportunity, you know, to see how they work. They got an opportunity to see how I work. And I just saw an opportunity to be able to provide something that was accessible for people to be able to come in, 
um, and get information from someone that really does know and really cares. Nice. Absolutely. Wow, you you made a good point from someone who really does know and someone who really cares because a lot of times you, I, I, just from experience and just from observing, sometimes you see people get into the industry, you know, two weeks ago and then now next week they're teaching classes on film <laughs> and television. And it's like, okay, you know, not saying just because you've been in for 30 years or 20 years that you know everything, but it, but you do kind of know a little bit more than somebody who yeah. just entered in the business two weeks ago. That's very true. And I think it's, you know, I think it's really important because to, to kind of look at people and, you know, and vet people when you're taking classes, even if you're taking my class, you know, vet me, you know, look at me, mm-hmm. you know, look at my body of work, talk to people that have worked with me, you know, talk right. to people that have taken my class, you know, and I always, you know, say to people that come to the classes that I stand behind the classes 100%. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I bring in instructors that are like me, that have worked years in the industry, that have a good reputation, um, that are ethical, um, that have integrity, and that really do care. Um, it's important you know, to learn from people that really do care. They're just not in it just for the the money or just for the notoriety of, 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 you know, teaching. It's hard work, you know, so you really do have to kind of be dedicated to it um, if this is something that you that you want to do. And, and I've kind of decided, you know, as I've taught classes over the past, since 2016, I've specifically decided to focus on makeup artists specifically, um, because mm-hmm. it's, it's something that I've done. I, I can speak to, you know, the things that makeup artists need and, to, and speak to the things that can help them grow their career. You know, in the classes, we go through, you know, set protocols. We talk about the set etiquette. Uh, we talk about continuity, um, you know, how to you know present your resume, how to present yourself, and really how to – just move in the industry once you get an opportunity to get in the door. And I think so much for specifically for makeup artists, and one of the reasons why I wanted to really focus on makeup artists is that because when you come into the industry as a makeup artist, you not only have to know how to move in the industry, you know, but I think that there are some core basic things in addition to the administration part of it, doing all the paperwork, understanding set etiquette, um, you know, understanding how to navigate working in the industry. I think it's important for us when we're first coming into the industry to know how to do a basic bruise or to know mm-hmm. how to lay facial hair. These are things that are very basic to the industry. It's not right. just about cleaning a pretty face. So, so I mean, there's so much misconception about what a makeup artist for television and film does. They do everything, right. you know, right. from a makeup perspective, you know? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. It, it's not... It's not just about beauty, right, ladies? You have to age. Not at all. <laughs> you know, and, it's, you and, know it's, and it's, character, it's, it's building characters, too. So just whatever that character is, that's what you need to do to that face. So, I mean, if the character is an, an older older woman who's a housewife, then, I mean, why is she waking up with makeup on? Absolutely. 
Absolutely. And this is one of the things that I really heavily go over in my class. You know, uh, how do you deal with difficult personalities? Because trust and believe, if you work as a makeup artist in TV and film, you are going to get a disgruntled actor in your chair at some point. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> how, do you, how do you deal with that? You know, what what are the emotional things that you deal with? Um, you know, working within the television and film industry, and I think that's part of the things too that are missing. That there's a lot of emotions that go on within the television and film industry that people just don't talk about. You know, and you know when you're in a leadership role, you know, say you're a department head, you know, running a department, there's so much that is, you know, under your hat that you have to handle, you know, conflict, resolution. All these things are important, I think, that when you're coming into the industry as a newcomer or even somebody, maybe they've worked in the industry for a little while. My class, the introduction class, the TV and film makeup artistry, is not just for people that are brand new. It's for people that maybe you've been working in the industry for a couple of years, and there's still some things Mm -hmm. that you don't understand. Right, that you want to add to the repertoire of things that you have learned already, right? Right. And I think I think think our class is kind of separated. And I know there are a lot of people giving classes out there, you know, for ninety nine dollars, two hundred dollars, or whatever. And that's fine. You know, I wanted to do a hands on class. You know, where everybody, Mm -hmm. you know, gets an opportunity to practice what they're being taught, you know, to not only see right. the forms, really be able to get a clear understanding of why it is that you do certain things in certain ways. Right. Yeah. You know, just commenting on a couple of things that you mentioned, um, you know, talking about knowing the basic bruising and things like that. I just remember, you know, back when I got in the union, you know, they still had that um, journeyman exam. Mm-hmm. And I just I, I feel like today, if there was some type of exam, whether it's journeyman or some other exam, when it's time to get into the union, I felt feel like that would help a lot of a lot of makeup artists. So once they first get in, they are already knowing how to do those things because they'll probably look for a class like yours, take the class, yes. learn how to do the learn how to do the things that's on the exam. You know what I mean? So that when they come mm-hmm. in, they're prepared. But Either way, with the exam or without the exam, you know, it's still great to co- to go take these classes and learn these things because they're definitely going to need it at one point or another, you know, Absolutely. throughout their career. Absolutely. And then another uh, – I'm sorry. No, go right ahead. I'm listening. Oh, okay. Another thing I wanted to make a quick comment on, you were talking about a, the disgruntled actor, and it, it made me think – Long, you know, back long ago, um, at, when I graduated from makeup school, um, there was a young lady that was in my class that I that I reached out to, like maybe a couple years after we graduated, just just checking on her, seeing how she was doing, and she was telling me that you know she had gotten a job working at a makeup counter, and that is something that I always encourage um, makeup artists who are just starting out to always you know try to get jobs at the counter working. That way you, you know, you get all the different skin tones, you learn how to work with the public, you know, you just different personalities, everything. So mm-hmm. this young lady told me that she was working at the counter, a lady didn't like her makeup, and she spit on her. 
oh lord so yes and this is this is like to the extreme but the makeup artist jumped over the counter as the woman was walking away she jumped over the counter and punched the lady and broke her nose so of course you know she lost her job i mean that was like to the extreme but what i'm saying is that you know there's going to be some times when some actors are in your chair disgruntled actors who you might want to punch but you can't punch um <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> you can't punch I know exactly what but you mean. <laughs> you can't punch them but but what i'm saying is when you get those experiences where you're working with with different people and different personalities and some of them aren't so nice it's it's kind of good, a good experience because you have to learn how to control yourself um, mm-hmm. and learn how to deal with whatever the situation is at hand. And a lot of times you'll have these situations with actors who may not be so nice or may not be so nice at that particular time, or they may not like their makeup. Once we all know makeup, it can come off and we can redo it and all this kind of thing. So it's just mm-hmm. an example just to say, you know, we have to learn how to, control ourselves and our tempers, and it's not always about us, and learn how to deal with the situations that we're presented with when we do have these disgruntled actors, because we can't punch them. So (laughs) we got to learn how to work with it. Absolutely. A lot of that comes into play when you work as a makeup artist. I mean, even working with colleagues, you know, they may see your makeup and, you know, come over to you and tell you about something that you've done, and they're not even Mm -hmm. the boss, but they want critique your work, you know. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think that's the beauty of, of being in a in a classroom setting, you know, to kind of talk about yeah. these kinds of things because there's scenarios um, that I'm sure we can all speak to that have happened to us or that we've seen happen. I think that's an mm-hmm. important thing for, for, you know, for artists that are, you know, looking to work in the television and film industry or maybe working in the industry um, to kind of understand and get clarity surrounding those things. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I agree with that. Um, you know, and it, I always felt like shared experience, experiences are the best, um, you know, because like you said, you've been in the business for um, over three decades, and I know you have loads of experiences. I mean, my sister and I as well have a lot of experiences. And like you said, you can share those instances so that way if you've never experienced any of these things, but it comes a time when you may, you can kind of think back and say, oh, yeah, I remember Carol says, you know, she did A, B, C, and D, you know, or she did whatever. And you just kind of, like, think about it before you react because sometimes when you do things yeah. or say things, it's too late. Absolutely. Absolutely. It is definitely something that, you know, you have to consider when you're working in the, in, in the industry is that you – I've learned to have a, a, a calm resolve because – Mm-hmm. You deal with so much and you see so much, so you have to learn how to not to react to things, you know, sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, and I think sometimes you don't understand that if you've not really been around in the industry, you know, or you're newer, you know, to the industry. And sometimes when people right. have been in the industry, I've seen, I've had people take classes, you know, for me that have been in the industry for a little while. Everybody's experience is different. Um, right. And. You know, and we all tend to be able to, you know, I know that I learn when I work, you know, on somebody's team, I, I learn how they work and try to navigate working within that those 
refined, you know, within those boundaries, if you will. Yeah. You know, another thing yes. too that I think is that I've learned, you know, in the class that I that I give the introduction class to TV and film makeup artistry is um, color theory. I think color theory is really underrated, and people, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes don't teach that how important it is, you know, to kind of understand color theory and how it affects your work. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I agree. I think it is kind of underrated. It's almost like a lost art. People aren't even thinking about it mm-hmm. at all. At all. Yeah. So, so, you know, in the class, we, we go through color theory. We talk about, you know, the union and, you know, and the advantages to the union. And then I also talk about some of the things that you, know, you may be working on a non-union show and how you can build, you know, your mm-hmm. days with that. You know, we go over yes. resume presentation. Um, you know, uh, it, it's so much, you know, how to really and truly understand the paperwork that you're signing. You know, many people say, oh, I'm signing an NDA. So many people don't even read the NDA, you know. So right. So it's important, you know. <laughs> To know exactly what you're signing and why. Yeah. And why. Yeah. And why, particularly if you're working on shows that are union shows. And even when you're working on shows that are non-union shows, many times you have to sign an NDA as well with that. Exactly. Exactly. There's so much information, you know, that is shared, you know, in the hands-on, you know, class. We do, like I said, we do all the administrative, you know, which all of that stuff falls under, you know, all the paperwork, the lingo, mm-hmm. you know, all that stuff is included on that side, but we also go into, you know, physical work that you have to, or that you should know as a makeup artist. I, I can't tell you how many, you know, there's been many of times where you know, I've interviewed people and I, you know, or they send me their resume or their portfolio and their portfolio only has beauty pictures in it, you know, and, mm-hmm. you know, for, for, for me, you know, or for most TV and film people, you know, that are in leadership positions, you know, you want to hire, you know, to whatever the show is. So if you have a show where people are getting cut and scrapes and falling down and black right. and losing yeah. and all that stuff, it's important for, for the team to have that represented, right? Right. Yeah. So, right. Yeah. You know, I that's yeah. why I strongly encourage you know people to continue their education. You know, uh, like I always say, beauty is just a very small portion of portion of it. And you got beauty artists a dime a dozen. I hate to say that, but it's true. Yeah. I mean, you have mm-hmm. fabulous uh, beauty artists out there that can put you know some of my work to shame. I just look at their work and I'm like, oh, this is beautiful work. You know, however. Mm-hmm. You know, I like to look at myself as a full package. You know, I can do right. beauty. I can do some effects. I can do, you know, uh, bruising. I, you know what I mean? It's like I can right. have a full package. And, and that's what I look for when I'm hiring team members. I want somebody that not only can do beauty, you know, but they understand protocol and etiquette. They understand whether they're working in background or whether I have them working on the trailer. You know, do they understand what the etiquette is? Um, yeah. You know, so those things are really uh, critical. And so I like to teach those things and share those things out the gate so people really get a, a full view of what it is to work as a TV and film 
uh, makeup artist. Right. Yeah. And let me ask you this, this Carol, do, are, do you have, like, a, is there a prerequisite to some of your classes, or, or, or do you just take people that are just brand spanking new to TV and film? TV and film makeup artistry, this is a basic class. So mm-hmm. this class is open for anybody. I make it, you know, to where it's, it's, it's you know, you get the basic understanding. But most people right. that are coming into this class, they've had some work, they have some working knowledge of working as a makeup artist. So, gotcha. so, so some of this stuff is 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 not new to them, but it's just really gaining clarity around it. Now, I'm pre- I'm in, I'm currently writing a department head class. That class I will require a prerequisite, you know, so that somebody that's only worked in background can't come take a, you know, for two right. years. They've been in background. They've never worked on a trailer. They don't really know, you know, a lot of certain things, you know, to have a prerequisite for my department head yeah. class that. I'm I would require that. It's not anybody will just be able to sign up for that class or the good, good class. Good. Yeah, I think yeah, that's important good. because, you know, people will take your money. Exactly. Exactly. If you're training, you know, if all you've done is, you know, and no no shade to anybody that works in background, I, that's where I started is in background. Yeah. You know, and I worked my way up and worked my way up to the next position and then to the next position and, you know, and eventually worked my way up to department head. But if somebody has spent a lot of time just working in background and then they want to come take a department head class, I mean, I think in fairness to the industry, I would not want to, you know, I, I, I would want them to have gotten the experience of working as a key or working on the trailer, you know, maybe, you know, a couple of years, uh, you know, and have some kind of background before um, I, you know, sit down and share with them all the stuff in, in regards to a department. Because unfortunately, sometimes when a person takes a class like that, they think that they're ready. And, and as you ladies know, it's so much more, whew, it's so much more to department heading than meet the eye. Yeah. Absolutely. That it really sense? is. Yeah, it does. It does make sense. It really does. Um, you know, I think a lot of people out there think that it's a little easier than than it is, but it's a lot more than they think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's why I like to kind of start with the basic classes for first, you know, like the intro class. That way they, they get an opportunity to, you know, to come to that class, and then hopefully maybe they'll come to one of my other classes that – does require prerequisite, you know. So mm-hmm. uh, this class is, you know, it's from it's from your beginner to a person yeah. that's been working in the industry for a couple of years. You know, I've had both. I've had people that are newer to the industry take the class, and I've had people that have been working in the industry for two or three years take this class as well. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, well, I can think about it though. I, I am excited. And the great thing is is that I do very small classes. So I, you're not going to come to nice. a class where I have 20 people and you can't get your question answered. It's very hands-on. Nice. Um, you know, everything is done, you know, through, you know, I do it through PowerPoint and I also do it hands-on. And so mm-hmm. that's the beauty of it. It's a very intimate class. Um, I do this class probably twice a year, um, you know, just to, you know, try and keep people coming into the industry, but I want to uh, have the opportunity to see what the new talent is out there as well. And 
an opportunity to work with some people that have already been working in the industry. They get an opportunity to meet me in person. I get an opportunity to meet them in person. And I think it's a great way to start building, uh, uh, you know, a team of names over here for later. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. 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 What do you you think, Carol, um, with with some of the, just your experience of what you've noticed, some of the makeup artists who um, who are coming into the film and TV industry, who you know, who are not new to makeup but just new to film and TV, what do you see um, that they need most? Um, let me just think about that, ponder that for a minute. I think some of the people uh, that are that you know not new to makeup but they're new to TV and film is really coming in with an open mind. I think it's important to have an open mind because it's so different from typically you know some people have been doing you know celebrities for years, um, and you know now the celebrity is going to be on a TV show, right? And you know it's a very you know but the celebrity was in the music before. And they've done the celebrity for all their music stuff, and now they're switching over to TV. I think, you know, it's really important to have an open mind because it is very different. So, you know, it's different protocols. Um, yeah. You know, it's a different different look that that person is coming in. They're playing a character and not playing themselves. You know, and just for them to be open and not just want to do it the way that they've always done it because it's a different uh, medium, right? You know, so, and I, you know, it's so interesting because I've worked, I've worked in situations where, you know, maybe the person hasn't really worked in, 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 in television before, but they are personal to a particular actor, right? You know, and they're coming into the mm-hmm. TV world. I, as a leader, I always make sure I keep myself open to them. I try to help them as much as I can. I mean, I've done things where I've done, you know, the the makeup, you know, the breakdown for the show, and I give it to them. I just try to be a support to them to help them because the unfortunate thing is, is that, you know, if you're the department head and they're a personal to somebody that's working on the show, then ultimately you're responsible as the department head for the look of the show. So, you know, it can get touchy sometimes when you are having to deal with a personal person that is a personal to, you know, one of the leads in the show, and you as a department head could be looking at them saying, okay, well, that's not the look of the what it should be looking like. You know, as a department head, you have the responsibility to uh, make that known or at least try to approach that, right? So I always try and hope and pray that, you know, I'm working, you know, with someone that maybe is coming from outside, from another medium into the TV and film realm, you hope that they're open and willing to work together with you as mm-hmm. a team, so they're their own separate department, if you will. I don't know if you're listening, yeah, but, you know, I, you know, I've seen it, though, where it's gone both ways, where you have somebody come in and they're like, well, I'm this person's personal. I'm going to do what I want to do. It doesn't matter what you say. You know, and in those situations, yeah. sometimes you just have to step back and let them have it. Um, and let so, them hang themselves, too. And, <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, I'm sure you all have seen that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
I, I always try to work with people, though. You know, I try to stay open and, and, and hope that if that person is not open, they'll be, you know, more prone to at least trying to see the other side. And sometimes it works, sometimes mm-hmm. it doesn't. Right. You know, but I think yeah. I think in our market, in the Atlanta market, you know, people are getting so many opportunities because of so much work. You know, and this mm-hmm. is one of the other things that inspired me to find, you know, help some of the usher some of these people in because of some of the stuff that we I'm sure we all have experienced on set from people that just came off the street into the industry and they have no clue about None. Yeah. You know, about the protocols, about, you know, the entirety that's required, about, you know, how to, you know, do certain things the right way. You know, it's it's, it's, it's been crazy. So rather than complain about it, you know, I decided that let me just try and be part of the solution, you know, because it's like you see the industry crashing and burning real fast. Right. Yeah. 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 You know, with some of the people that that are that are getting, you know, that are gaining access. I mean, so many people want to work with celebrities. That's not the reason why I got into the industry. And you know, and I try to people that are training, and I try to really discourage that thought process. You know, and explain Mm -hmm. to people, you know, to really have a, a a real at heart reason as to why you know you're wanting to work within the television and film industry. And that's one of the questions that I ask people yeah. that, you know, are looking to take classes sometimes, you know, what is your, you know, what is your, what motivates you to want to do this, you know? And, you know, and that's Absolutely. so funny to say that because sometimes I often ask people who they'll reach out to me for a referral um, <clears throat> to join the union. And, and I ask them, one, why do they, I ask them, one, why do they want to be in film and television? And two, why mm-hmm. do they want to join the union? And do they really know what, the union is there for, you know, do you really know what this is about before mm-hmm. I even, you know, give them a referral? They can be the best makeup artist in the world, you know, but it's like, do you know what you're getting into? That's right. Some people do you know about the hours? Right. You know about that. You know that there's, there's no work-life balance. I mean, so many things. That's right. I think that's, yeah. You know, a great opportunity to kind of expand on that stuff, you know, when you do have people one-on-one, you know, you can kind of really paint the true picture for them. Listen, yeah. I've had situations in the past. I remember one class that I did years ago, someone had gone to another, they had gone to another school that taught makeup artistry. Uh, and then they went to that school and then they came and took you know, spent the week long, took the week long class with me and they, and I, you know, went over, uh, you know, the stuff that we go over, what, you know, the protocol, all that stuff. They were not taught one single thing about, they went to the school to learn about TV and film, but they were not taught one single thing about how to read a call sheet. None of that stuff was taught to them. And I was wow. like, wow, well, how can somebody teach <laughs> makeup for yeah. right. And, 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 you know, and you don't talk about, you know, in detail what everything on the call sheet means, what, you know what I mean? You go, you have to really, that's like a, that's like your Bible for the set, right? Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so, so, you know, different people have different ways of everything. And there's so many genres of makeup artistry. There really is. You got your beauty, you got, you know, your, um, 
you know, your red carpet, you have your, you know, your wedding makeup, you have, you know, you have your Instagram makeup, you have all these mm-hmm. different types of makeup that, you know, generally sometimes don't translate over into TV and film. Right. You yeah. know, so, uh, yeah, I, I'm excited about, you know, the classes that, that we're doing. Um, and I'm going to continue to do more classes. I'm building, you know, classes as other classes as speak, you know, one class, you know, that I'd love to, you know, to, to see is for, for people that are in leadership. You know, conflict resolution mm-hmm. is, a real, is a real thing. It's a real yeah. thing, yeah. You know, and a lot of people, unfortunately, don't know how to, you know, conflict, resolution for conflict. They, they're they not, um, you know, aware. It's just so much more. Makes it so much more than just painting a face. That's always my big thing, specifically for TV and, and, and the film, for television and the film industry. It's a whole yeah. different pocket of, uh, of, of work uh, that goes into really being an effective team member, you know, working within that world. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure you ladies know better than anybody. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> All oh, those, boy. You, you ladies have department head, and you're like the department head queen. <laughs> it keeps you on your toes, that's for sure. <laughs> it keeps you on your toes. You know, but like you said, has the, you know, I teach about, you know, male grooming. You know, we do, you know, part of it is doing, you know, talking about male grooming because unfortunately a lot of makeup artists for TV and film, they don't, you know, when they come into the industry, they don't realize that that is the groom the facial hair on a man. That is yeah. the mm-hmm. makeup artist's responsibility, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, you're yeah. lucky if you have a barber on staff that's willing to do it for you, but ultimately right. if you don't. You know, if that's you're doing right. a period show and there's no barber that's there, right. you know, for that, then you got to groom that facial hair, the mustache, the that's beard, right. you know. So, yep. you know, so we, so I try to cover the things that when a person shows up on day one on set, that they understand, you know, you know, how to move on that set, you know, you know, how to, how to, you know, do their, set up their kit properly, you know, how to, you know, if you get thrown into having to shave a man, what is it that you need to do? What things should you have? You know, all these things need to be covered. And so those are the things that we go over, you know, uh, like I said, color theory, you know, basic bru- uh, bruising, um, how to cover tattoos, and the right kind of products to use for different types of environments. Um you know, male grooming, facial hair laying, basic facial hair laying. If you know, if you have mm-hmm. to, you know, put a mustache on somebody. You know, how do you, how do you, how do you get that on the face, right? Right. How do you, right. you know, there's so there's so much to it that's really basic stuff. But I, you guys, listen, I've experienced where I've seen people that have been in the business for a while that didn't know how to do those things. So yeah, I felt it to be necessary not just to talk about the again, the administrative part of it, but to also go into some of the basic things that um, a person that's working, you know, a makeup artist working in TV and film should should have. Yeah, and that's why I, said I, I, started, I, I decided to just kind of cater to makeup artists for right now, you know, because that's my expertise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
You know, does yeah. it apply to hair people too? It could apply to hair people, but I'm not I'm not the girl that you want to be sitting down trying to show you how to block a wig. I mean that's not my <laughs> that's not my forte. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I think that's a basic technique that somebody that's, you know, as a hair person that's working in the industry, that's something very basic that they should know when they enter on set. You, you know what I'm right. saying? So you, know, I said, you, you have to really, you know, do your homework, I think, when you decide on, you know, the classes that you do want to take, you know, just make sure that they meet the requirements that you need to be able to work as a, as a, you know. That's right. Well, tell us, when is yeah. the class? Oh, the class is going to be July the 24th through the 28th, um, actually. Okay. And we do a Zoom call on the 23rd, which basically goes through a lot of the admin stuff. Um, so on okay. day one, on, mon- on Monday, uh, July the 24th, the class is from 9 to 3.30 a.m. Um, okay. Eastern Standard Time. Um, like I said, it's in, it's in, going to be at my studio in Midtown. Um, and I give that information out once people uh, mm-hmm. pay for sign up. But uh, once they sign up for the class, they're also, uh, I have on my website, uh, the com page, where you can buy, you can buy now and pay later. We have several set up on on the website where you don't have to pay for the class right now. You can, you know, finance the class or you can go in and pay the deposit and then the rest is required uh, uh, to be paid later. But like I said, I really wanted to do a, a class, an intro class, so that at least people kind of know when they go on set of somebody. And, I, and I've had I, – I have one – Student that took my class, and and this person constantly worked. They they constantly constantly work, and they ended up getting pulled in the trailer one time and having to lay on a, a mustache. And and they learned in in the intro to TV and film class how to do that. You know, so uh, again, they got pulled out of background, brought to the trailer, and uh, this person has been working. Uh, nonstop over the past couple of years. So it's just important to get educated. Listen, I continue my education all the time. I'm always learning. I learn from new people. I learn from people that have been in the industry for a while. And I also take time to invest in myself because when you stop learning, you know, you may as well consider yourself dead. Like, you know, it's important to continue continue the education. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, Carol, uh, this has been great. This has been um, great hearing all that you have to offer. Um, thank let us know you. what we need to do to, to spread the word. I'll, I'll be posting. I posted, but I'm going to continue to post um, so that people, so the information can get out there. Well, ladies, let me just say thank you to you ladies. You know, you all have been so supportive over the years, and I just appreciate you both for what you do, what you bring to our industry. You both are just, you know, just wonderful. And I'm just grateful to know you both. I really am. And thank you thank for having you me so on. Thank you so much. Thank you, Carol. I appreciate that. Huh? Oh, I said, I said thank you so much. Oh, yeah, I mean it. I, I love you ladies both. Y'all are some working sisters. I love it. You know. 
And I and I love the fact that you spread that you spread the wealth. I I know certainly you know it's been you know a couple of occasions, uh, Denise, where you recommended me for for work. Mm-hmm. I think that's another thing for us as professionals that we really need to understand. It's hard to recommend people, so you have yeah. to kind of know that you know that a person yeah. that you recommend is going to show up and represent the way that yep. you would represent with professionalism. Yep. And it's you know I think. More of that is 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 is, is going to be coming in the coming years. You know, specifically now since they've done away with affirmative action, you can you just better believe and know that yeah. it doesn't stop there. You know, so I think right. that it's mm-hmm. important for us all to stick together, work together, yep. and help promote each other, um, and own Absolutely. your own. And I think I think you guys is you know this podcast that you have. It's a great it's a great great thing that you two ladies own. God bless you both. Thank, Thank you, you so much. much. Appreciate that. Greatly appreciate yeah. it. My pleasure. And thank you, ladies. Thank All right. you. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye-bye. Happy okay. Sunday. Bye. Have a good Yeah, happy Bye. Sunday. Thank you. Bye-bye. 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 Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, for those in the, the Atlanta area or for those who want to come to the Atlanta area to um, take Carol Rashid's class, make sure you uh, follow her on Instagram to get more information as well as the Film and TV Academy. Um, and she didn't give the email. I mean, she didn't give the website, but I do believe. But she did it's, say it's, 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 TV, it's TV and film makeupacademy.com and and it's spelled out andy yeah tv and film makeupacademy.com okay i didn't hear that okay cool tv and film makeupacademy.com make sure you go out there um, check out the information again you can um, register for the class there you like she says there's you don't have to pay for it in full or you don't have to pay for it right now you can do the sezzle payments um, if you'd like and it's, all the information is out there, tvandfilmmakeupacademy.com. Again, thank you guys for spending your Sunday evening with us. We greatly, greatly appreciate you. Um, again, thank you to all of our listeners all around the world. For those who, of you who are going to listen to this show on the playback, we greatly appreciate that. Um, please share the word. We've got a lot of exciting things coming to Beauty Talk um, that we'll be talking to you about in the near future. All right? Thank you guys again for tuning in. Have a wonderful evening and have a beautiful and blessed week. Have a safe holiday. Good night. Good night.
With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.